Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good, good morning, morning morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for the week gone by. We thank you for all the new things you have taught us, for all the new things you have done in our lives, for all the grace you have poured over us, for your mercy that you've shown upon us. Despite all our stain, despite all our weakness, despite all our sinfulness, despite all our vulnerability, you still call us back to you. We acknowledge we are a work in progress. And there is still sin in our lives, in our body. For our fleshly ways of thinking, Father. For all that thought, all those words and actions that have gone away from your teaching. For all the times that we have sinned. For all the times that we have fallen weak and all the times that we have exercised our crowns in our lives. Especially our pride. Our cheap talk. Our sinful behavior. We ask for forgiveness, Father. And as we get into our prayer this morning, we speak over our lives, we speak over this week, knowing that life and death is in the power of your tongue. And you have given us a powerful reflection yesterday through Sister Shanin about not speaking curses over our lives. We thank you, Lord, that you pour your peace and joy into our hearts. That helps us come afresh. That gives us a picture of ourselves and where we stand. That we are able to surrender, ask for forgiveness. And we are able to make our prayer of release from all those limitations. And begin once again through your grace. We share that same peace, Father, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. With all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group. Those that have no one to pray for them with all Christians that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. We ask of you to draw them near that your glory, your light, your revelation might open their eyes and set them free. So Father, we call on your name, the name of our maker, the great I am, the God of Abraham who honors faith. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who taught us faith, the one who is our redemption the one who has paid the price for us and the one who feeds us through his word, the word himself. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of this truth, your spirit of revelation, the spirit of victory, the spirit of light and life, the spirit who gives life to our mortal body and partners with us that we might rise above all those limitations. He's ever willing to help us, be with us and support us through all our challenging times, patiently taking one step at a time at our pace, not at his pace. We thank you, Father, for your love and for your mercy. We thank you for that grace that you keep pouring over us. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. And you say, let him who lacks anything ask. You are ever willing to pour those gifts over us as well. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with your word, with the gift of prayer, with your spirit, who makes things happen in our lives. 
You have blessed us with angels and destiny help us. You have blessed us with the privilege of being part of this prayer group. We thank you, Father. As we make our prayer this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. As also I cover every person and every member that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. By your same precious blood, Lord, that has won all victories. Declare it our hedge of defense, our barricade in the spirit. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our word by declaring your word, proclaiming it as is mentioned in Isaiah 55 verse 10 and 11 that says, As the rain and snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths. It will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it. And we send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that power in our tongue. In our series on self-reflection, today I'd like to reflect on our greatest enemy. What do you think it is? What is going on in your mind right now when you ask this question? What is your greatest enemy? Who is your greatest enemy? Some might think it is Satan. Some may think it is sin or even unforgiveness or something else. But the greatest enemy of man is ignorance. Not knowing their identity in Christ. Not knowing that the enemy has been defeated on the cross and what that really means for us. Not knowing the provision God has kept for them in plans. In his plans, where Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says he has plans to prosper us. Not knowing what the word says about them. And how they can use God's word, use his principles, his promises and his prophecies hidden in that word. For their benefit. For their profit. Not knowing what is true abundance and dominion. And when we think of our physical lives as well. Not knowing skills. Not knowing language. Not knowing certain other abilities that help us get ahead. <clears throat> get ahead of our limitations. What you do not know will always work against you. Only what you know and then apply will, will work for you. And hence fear has become our instinct. Fear often thrives on the unknown. People don't fear what they know as much as they fear what they don't know. In Hosea 4 verse 6, God said, My people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also reject you as my priests. 
because you have ignored the law of your God, I will also ignore your children. He is very direct here. We ignore the word. He not only ignores us, he ignores our next generation as well. Ephesians 4 verse 18 gives us the effect and the cause. It's talking about people now. It says, they are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God. Why? Because of the ignorance that is in them. Why is that ignorance there? Due to the hardness of their hearts. Romans 10 verse 3 says, being ignorant of the righteousness of God and seeking to establish their own they did not submit to God's righteousness. And instead we submit to every other shining piece that has any kind of promise that is made. And more often than not, that is not part of what is God's provision. That is part of what man has learned somewhere else. <clears throat> and then we end up with limited knowledge or still worse, with superstition. Our refusal to recognize our mistakes and come to God in repentance keeps us alienated from His grace and then His wisdom. That is what the devil takes advantage of. We see that there is no conviction from, no conviction of right from wrong. And there is no revelation and when that does not happen, there is no change. Nothing changes in our lives. And that is exactly what he then takes advantage of. The Bible calls him the accuser. He doesn't need to attack people. He doesn't need to curse them. He doesn't need witchcraft. He just has to find where they have broken God's law and then point it out to God and point it out to them as well. So that he makes them feel guilty and then he points out to God in judgment to say, this needs judging. Most people suffer not because of the afflictions or curses sent by the devil, but because the curse, because of the curse of breaking the law, the law of God. Galatians 3 verse 13 says, Jesus redeemed us from the curses of that law, the curses that exist in our life at the time of being saved. But then we continue to add more by continuing to break the law. Why do we break the law? Because we do not know what is contained in it. So how do you obey what you do not know then? We can't tell the difference. The law is what he has commanded in his word concerning us. And so Acts 17 verse 30 says, the times of ignorance God overlooked. But now he commands all people everywhere to repent. This is him saying, come back to me. Whatever you have done out of your ignorance, let's cast that behind my back. Come back to me. I'm willing to make a fresh start. Jesus himself pleaded for us when in Luke 23, verse 34, he prayed, not only for the Jews there who crucified him, it was for each of us who rejected him. He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing.
And then James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. Make a fresh start and ask for that wisdom, he says. And lastly, I'd like to close with Proverbs 4 verse 7, which says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all you're getting, get understanding. It starts with knowledge. Wisdom is knowledge plus the understanding of how to apply that knowledge. Ignorance is darkness, confusion, chaos, and all that comes from not knowing. That is often the cause of chaos. That same darkness that Genesis 1 talks about. When you look at the Hebrew word it uses in Genesis 1 verse 2, tohu wahu, which means chaos and confusion. That is what they use to, dis to describe that darkness. And knowledge is light. That is what God spoke. That light which instantly removes ignorance and makes the path ahead clear, reveals everything which you see in Genesis 1 as creation was unfolded. Things were revealed as each day passed. And God made us in his image and likeness and he gave us that same spiritual power to speak. Made us co-creators so that we can speak things into existence. We can speak creation. We can partner with him in it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that grace of revelation on our lives. Your light that shines through. So that all the areas of our darkness that has brought suffering in our lives, that has brought curses out of ignorance and breaking your law, including sickness, is a form of that curse. Help us identify where we have made a mistake, Father. We ask for that conviction in our hearts, the revelation to show us the truth of what needs to be amended. And then how do we stay away from falling into the same pit again? Even in our speech, calling curses on ourselves or others, more often than not our own family members, our spouses, our children. We ask for that grace of revelation, Lord. Let the truth be revealed and the truth set each of us free from that darkness of ignorance. We ask for that grace, that edification this day. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families and our friends. We pray for our own, for all those that are sick, for all those that are battling sickness and disease, those that are hospitalized this day. Those that will undergo any kind of procedures. We pray for all families, including our own family. Especially those that are battling any kind of division or separation today. 
We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Anything that has kept them yoked to the ground. Any kind of addiction. Any kind of compulsive behavior. Most of all, Father, we pray and we speak against every wicked ploy of the enemy that seeks to keep your people in ignorance. To keep them prayerless, to keep them busy. And to keep them poor and hence powerless. Even though you made them stewards of creation. They are your representatives in the earth realm. And yet we suffer. We pray against all those limitations in the name of Jesus. We declare these chains broken today. Let the grace of restoration touch each of these lives, Father. That they be renewed this, this morning. We pray also for all those members of our family and friend circle. Our near and dear ones that are not yet saved. That have not yet seen the light. Quicken them, O Lord, that they might call on your name. And we know that when they call on your name, they shall be delivered. They cannot end up in shame. We pray for our own personal needs as well this day. And we take a moment to speak over our week ahead, over our day ahead this day. You speak success with all the things that you know you will be going through. You speak divine intervention. You speak protection. We speak assistance by angels and destiny helpers. In all the tasks that we feel challenging. We speak revelation over our lives. So that anything that we are not aware of. Let your word reveal it to us today, Father. Let your finger point us in that direction. In our families, in our workplace, in our engagements in the community, in all aspects of our life. Remembering that life and death is in the power of our tongue and we choose life. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our prayer and our faith, making this our prayer of agreement with each other and with your Holy Spirit, this prayer we know and we believe that we have received as an answered prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit to unmute and join as we pray in tongues. Those that are praying for that gift of tongues to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit as a prayer of agreement. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Scripture being given this morning is from Romans 2, 4 to 8. Or do you presume upon the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience? Do you not know that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? But by your hard and impenitent hearts, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath when God's righteousness judgment will be revealed. For he will render to every person according to their works, to those who by patience in well-doing seek for glory and honour and immortality, he will give eternal life. 
but for those who are fictitious and do not obey the truth, but obey wickedness, there will be wrath and fury. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. And the second scripture is from Psalms 119, verse 33 and 34. Quoted from the NIV, which says, Teach me, Lord, the way of your decrees, that I may follow it to the end. Give me understanding, so that I may keep your law and obey it with all my heart. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, please share them with your family and friends. There's also Brother Savio's reflections that he shares on our YouTube channel, on our Facebook page, and on our Telegram chat group. You can use your social media channels to share them, especially to the one that God points you to. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Jesus.